Hey everyone, welcome to the Capital City Bourbon Show. We're thrilled to be here with you all today, so grab yourself a glass of whiskey and come join us on the porch. to the porch everyone it's another beautiful day in uh, florida's capital city and we certainly hope it is wherever you are tuning in from today uh because it's such a nice day john and i are out here on the porch and i'm looking at john he's got that twinkle in his eye and i know that means it's time to drink some whiskey i'll have a better after we start uh, i bet you will well we're, we're gonna have a lot of fun today john we got uh a new product to taste today this is a, a newer product in the market at least here in florida uh it's getting a lot of attention already it's catching a lot of people's eye so you know we need to learn about it and we need to drink it more importantly so we actually have two guests with us here today who are going to tell us all about these products and um i think we'll just have a lot of fun so we're excited to have a couple people from the uh, wolf spirit distillery um the founder of the distillery umberto lucchini and uh believe it or not the voice of the ufc himself bruce buffer gentlemen great to be here with you guys tonight uh thank you luke thank you john pleasure to be on here with you and my grandiose partner umberto the greatest well so umberto i'm gonna put you on the spot here and uh Go to just ask a blanket question here. Yeah. Puncher's Chance, Kentucky Straight Bourbon, Wolf Spirit Distillery. How did this come to be? How are we here today? Uh, how many, how many, how much time do you have? Well, the, <laughs> the short story is that there, there's a company called Wolf Spirit that I, I created uh, when I left Campari in early 2017. And, uh, which started with a, a distillery in Eugene, Oregon, which produces vodka and uh, will soon produce a gin for uh, later in the year. A, a couple of years into it, as I was learning entrepreneurial skills and especially learning what I'm not good at, um, we, uh, I partnered, I brought in a management team and you'll hear probably the name Brad uh, a few times today as a CEO who's running our business. I brought in a management team and uh, we started expanding our portfolio. And one of the things I always wanted to do based on also my background at Campari uh, was a bourbon. Obviously Campari owns Wild Turkey, beautiful. One of the most beautiful brands I had the privilege to work on uh, because of the people and, and, and the story behind it. So I always wanted, when I left, I, I always had this little dream of saying, oh, maybe I can do my own, my bourbon. Uh, that is, you know, the biggest challenges with that is not only sourcing it, but having a distillery, producing it and waiting for the thing to come out, which normally takes at least four years before you have something decent. And the, all that capital is, uh, is blocked. So the, the way we, we were lucky enough to partner to, with a company called IJW, which is a mix of like BBC, Bartstown Bourbon Company and, and MGP. Uh, in which they 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 buy barrels in the market and as an investment, and then they start to they 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 create the, they're building their own distillery and they start to uh, produce their own brands or develop their own brands. Sure. And they do bottling. Uh, they have a bottling line to do bottling for other third parties. Now along the way, they, we met and we decided to create a brand together. 
in which they would supply the bourbon and I would, we Wolf Spirit would take care of everything else from marketing to sales, promotion, everything else. And that's where Wolf Spirit is indeed the company that is marketing and selling the bourbon. Uh, we are not producing it in Eugene, obviously. Uh, that is distillery is solely dedicated to vodka and gin. Uh, we are now using the inventory that IJW has built through the years for the bourbon that you're smelling and hopefully enjoying. And um, we will have a distillery up and running early next year uh, awesome. in Danville in Kentucky. So, so we are in that phase, that very open, very transparent phase where we are using sourced bourbon out there um, to, and, and we try to, to, and the, the way we are kind of making it our own, I mean, the mash bill is what it is, but we are trying, obviously, to add some finishing touches to limited releases that make it unique. The distance, it's the 12-year-old uh, bourbon finished in Cabernet Sauvignon barrels is an example. But um, obviously, and, and then we are, we are kind of modifying or, let's say, taking the proof to a level where we feel stands well for the product. So the, the 90 proof the standard bourbon, let's say that we have Puncher's Chance 90 proof, we call um, that is uh, is really mellowed, but with a kick. Obviously, that it's still there, um, while the distance is a is a higher proof. And then we will come in uh, actually in a month. We'll release a single barrel as a permanent product in our lineup. Great. Well, that's exciting. Now, so Umberto, you have you have a Kentucky straight bourbon here. Uh, I did just some basic research. Uh, what came up for me was a 75-13-12 mash bill. Is that right? Mm-hmm. And what about the age on this whiskey? It's uh, between five and six years old. Okay. So it, 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 we I learned from the masters of the masters, i.e. Jimmy Russell and Eddie as well, uh, after eight, it starts to get tricky, and beyond 10, it's a hit or miss. And since we want to do a product that is long-term and it's going to be nationwide distributed, it's already nationwide distributed and available to, to the broad public, we don't want to take risks um, in the quality. And you tend to find a sweet spot between five and seven, and we could source some very good five, six-year-old bourbons. Wow. And we try to make it affordable. So around the $30 price mark, which is a, is a challenge, especially nowadays with inflation as it is. But um, that, that's we're, we're sticking to our price strategy anyway, for the moment, at least. Well, that's wonderful. I don't remember the last time I saw a new release that was $30. Uh, you're mm-hmm. right. That's just not the world we live in anymore, unfortunately. Yeah. When, when did you come out with the bourbon? We launched at the end of 2019, all happy, like the whole world was happy. And we didn't expect, obviously, uh, what happened in 2020 and 2021. So we, despite two years of pretty much big challenges for any craft producer, we survived. And uh, we are now actually chasing chasing our glass producers because we can't, we can't fulfill demand, which it's a good problem to have, but it's still a problem. <laughs> Well, you know, that's one thing that jumped out at me when I saw this sitting on the shelf. This is not your typical bourbon bottle. The, no. the look of it, the shape of it. Yeah. 
I had to kind of take a second look. I was like, wait a second, did that really say Kentucky straight bourbon? It sure I did. And so that that is really cool to me because, you know, there's kind of a standard look for the most part. Oh, yeah, you're uh, absolutely right. And and that, that kind of brings also Bruce in the mix. I mean, the when I approached the category, I I was a bit obviously intimidated from all the major players out there and the craft producers who have incredible stories incredible distillers uh people culture uh the terroir all stuff that i didn't have uh openly and there's no no reason to hide it and and so i really felt the underdog and my approach to it was to try to go a different direction one is packaging wise try to to kind of take down all the stereotypes that bourbon has for legitimate reasons and the other was the brand name and the people working for with the brand and the brand name is in the end who we are the underdogs who are trying in bourbon to to uh, change the course um the packaging is, is driven a lot to to be sure that it has shelf impact even as you drink it um because the majority of of bottles out there fade away as uh, as you drink because the they're transparent and if you're a, a woodford reserve you don't care because you people know the brand but when you're a new brand you you obviously need that shelf impact uh, but i still need it obviously to show the the beauty of the liquid and um and the third was working with people who understood the underdog um philosophy and lived it and and that's where bruce obviously came in in the mix uh perfectly fit fitted perfectly in our in our story how so how so bruce how did you meet that uh that tall order well you know what happened i've been looking for a spirit to represent along with the other brands i represent you know around the world and i've been looking diligently for like at least the last six to ten years and i was approached by a tequila company and a rum company out of Brazil that makes cachaça rum, which is the rum that comes from Brazil. And the UFC were as popular as soccer players down there. I can't even walk down the street without people jumping out of the cars and taking pictures. And, and, and I mean that very humbly, it just happens. So I knew it would be a hit, but I'm not about that. I'm, I'm about being a hit. I always am about being with the best, but I'm about having the best product and the best people to work with. And I wasn't happy with the product of the people that represented those two items I just mentioned. So I was filming a Super Bowl commercial back east for um, an attorney, a local commercial for him. And the one of the uh, assistant directors or production people on the on the uh, show, event, excuse me, the commercial we were doing, is a relative of our partner, Brad. And he told me at lunch that they were working on a bourbon. Well, I love bourbon. Bourbon's been my favorite thing to drink. And all the, you know, of all the whiskeys that are out there or spirits that are out there. And I thought, wow, if that's the case, I want to meet them. So they set up a meeting and they both came over to my home here in LA and we met. And immediately it was just kismet right off the bat. I mean, the passion for what they're doing, uh, our love of bourbon, the whole industry, the whole bit. And their success pedigrees. I mean, Umberto, you know, and Brad have been behind. Cabo Wabo Tequila, Campari, Skinny Girl, you know, it's it's, it's some uh, wild turkey. It's, I can't even think of better partners to have. But here's the thing. I've been an underdog my whole life. I've been in the fight game for 30 years plus. I've been announcing the UFC for 26 years all over the world. And life is all about, to me, what this is labeled as is a puncher's chance. I mean, I'm, I've been the underdog and I come out on top as well as failed a couple of times like all of us. But I think all of us have experienced being an underdog. And how one punch can change our life, whether it's a fight or whether it's a business venture or whatever. 
So when I saw the name, I was sold. And then when I saw the bottle, which we've won three gold medals for the design of the bottle, again, thank you, Umberto, you're so brilliant. Um, it was like right there, I'm, I'm like 80% sold. But when I tasted it, that was the key factor. And I'm all about, again, being, being a product of the products, representing the best products. And I call it the smooth nectar of the bourbon gods. This should actually sell for $60 a bottle. We could easily have done that. But we wanted to appeal to a larger demographic and audience. And that's why we priced it at the $30 price range, which is a very beautiful thing is the Bourbon Spectator, which I know you gentlemen are familiar with, just called us the top five best sipping bourbon and bourbons in America at the $30 price range. So we're getting a lot of praise. We're selling like hotcakes. And uh, I can't ask for a better venture. I mean, this is everything, or as I like to say in the octagon, this is truly the moment I've been waiting for. Um, this is definitely the main event of my life when it comes to this. And we're going to build this into a half billion, billion dollar brand within three years with everything going on. I'm speaking for Umberto, but I'm a sales guy. I'm a marketer and a brander, and that's where I want to be. I'm not looking to get a big hit and get out of this in two years. I think we all want to you know, enjoy that beautiful potential. But we're all really interested in just being the best we can be and having the best bourbon out there. And that's exactly what we're doing. Well, John, what do you think of this bourbon? I'm tasting it right now, and, and I, 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 I agree with Bruce on one thing for sure, and that is it's a great, easy-sipping bourbon. You know, I'm, I'm really impressed with this bottle from a couple of different perspectives. First and foremost, the price. Um, I, I mean, it really blows me away, you know, knowing kind of that $30 price point. I'm familiar with a lot of bottles in that range, and, and there are many good sipping bottles in that range. Um, but I think this really does stand out. It's, it's wonderfully smooth. It's, it's a little smoky up front, which for me, which I like. Um, I feel like the rye character also really jumps out on this to me. I get a lot of spice, um, particularly on that finish, which again, as a rye fan, I, I like. Um, I, I'm just very impressed with, with how well-rounded this is. And you know, I would not have been surprised if you said, hey, guys, this will this will be sitting on your uh, shelf for sixty dollars. You know, that makes perfect sense to me nowadays. That's that's what I'd expect. So, you know, I'm, I'm just I'm, I'm excited for you guys with this and the whole the whole product from packaging to whiskey to, you know, everything is really quite, uh, quite impressive. Thank you. Thank you very much. John, what do you think? I like it a lot. And, and I guess, as, as I was kind of alluding to earlier, uh, what were you trying to do uh, yeah. when you when you put this bourbon out? And and as you alluded to as well, when you partner up with the guys at Wild Turkey, um, I don't know how much better than that you can get. Uh, it's, it's certainly... Uh, it's certainly on on spot, and I think you did a good job. You're making it a half billion dollar company in three years yeah. is a tall order. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I I believe in realistic goals, yeah. not high uh, in the sky goals. But you know what? Whatever it falls to, the bottom line is speaking for Umberto and our other partner Brad and everybody involved. Punch chance. We just want to be the best we can be. We want to be out there and have the best brand. However it falls, I know we're going to be successful because we're successful right now. But. Um, it's great to be known that you're behind one of the best bourbons ever made. And that's what I truly feel. Yeah. You're in good shape. You certainly didn't make a mistake with this one. No. <laughs> and, 
and and as a matter of fact, it is an easy sipper. And at the price point, uh, you're going to sell everything you put out there on the shelf, is my guess. Well, the good thing is, is that we have quite a large amount of liquid available. Mm. Not going to be an issue with the supply and demand when it comes to puncher's chance. Wow. And I'm speaking for Umberto, but right, Umberto, we have we have a lot of liquid, a lot of liquid. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And do you say you you, you say you have a, a distribution across the U.S. at this point in time? Yeah, we we are very close to being in 50 states. Um, we are starting to open the the last you know the few stragglers. Uh, both geographically, like the Alaskas of the world, Hawaii, and then some like Utah are a bit struggling right now. <laughs> but um, the, all the main markets, we're there. We've been there for a while. But uh, Florida is our number two market right now, uh, and it's starting to pick up. Um, California is our number one, but as expected, I mean, it's just where the people are. But yeah, we're, we're definitely... Um, as I said, we, we have this problem right now, which is a good problem to have, but it is, we are dealing with like the whole industry. It's just hard to get glass. It's hard to get caps. It's hard to get paper la labels and all that. So, and I was just, informed, I was just informed uh, literally right before we started this interview for their other partner, Brad, that uh, Illinois is on fire. Illinois. Is on fire. Yeah. 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 We made a, yeah. yeah, you're absolutely right. We, we, yeah, that's a surprising and, and a very good market to, to start growing. What's your organization out there that's uh, moving all of this? So we have obviously a partnership with the major distributors. Um, and uh, and then we have a team of uh, between our own salespeople and a few dedicated brokers. Where there's nearly eight people out there, which is wow. small. But uh, compared to the big players, but for a new company that didn't exist three years ago, it's uh, it's a good it's a good effort. The, the 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 sad thing is that cumulative, we we all of us will have probably three hundred years in the industry. So that's the sad thing. We're all pretty old folks in the industry. Yeah. Well, so gentlemen, you you spoiled us tonight. I want to get to this because I know we have limited time, but. You wanted to give us a, a chance to try something real special. And and we have this this sip here of 12-year-old puncher's chance. This is called the distance. Tell us about this product. Well, the distance, first of all, is the 12 rounds of a boxing fight. So uh, just as puncher's chance, puncher's chance is a is a metaphor of life, but it, it does start in the in the in the boxing world. Um, this is just as a release from Puncher's Chance, it has to stick with that fundamental. So uh, now we have the beauty that obviously the I and the S of distance look like a 12, so that works well graphically. Um, in terms of the bourbon, so the this is a phenomenal, has a higher corn, it's a, it's a Tennessee bourbon, uh, phenomenal whiskey because the, the obviously it's sweet, uh, really high corn uh, component to it, rye not that high, uh, 8%, if I remember well. And um, But the beauty of it, the fruitiness is really driven by these four months that it spends in, um, in California Cabernet Sauvignon barrels uh, of California wine. And uh, it, it incredibly smoothens the whole picture, the whole profile. 
and it mellows even the sweetness that inevitably is very strong with such a high corn component. The I have to say, I, I'm not a big fan of two old bourbons, and, and I think this 12-year-old has achieved a great balance. Um, and to be honest, I, I was the wasn't very happy when we went with a $120 price point because this is a $200, $250 product, to be honest. But again, it's in the spirit of, of our company to make things that are products that are affordable, uh, even on the high end. But as a 12-year-old, you go out there and you look at bourbons at 12-year-old, it's hard to find something that is uh, at $100, $100 approximately. Hey, uh, Umberto, what's the uh, proof point on this? The distance, if I remember well, uh, gosh, I, I have a bottle here. Uh, I lost the bottle. <laughs> with you, uh, Bruce, turn around. It's next to you. What's the proof? <laughs> and you can see I, I enjoyed a little bit of distance on the distance. Um, you know, the beauty of these bottles, too, uh, this is a little higher than regular punchers, but if you look at punchers, the bottom is transparent you can see through and one of the key factors of that is when it's and correct me if I'm wrong Berto, is that when the bartender's serving they can actually see you know when it gets low but it also looks better than having a bottle on the shelf that's two-thirds already gone which doesn't look great on the bar shelf so this still looks good all the way until you get to the bottom where you yeah, go the this distance. Is a, <laughs> yeah it's a um 46 percent alcohol so okay <laughs> Well, that surprises me a little bit. Uh, drinking this one, I would have thought it was a little higher. And I'm a high proof guy. That I want high proof. This this drank a little higher to me because it, it's just got more to it. I thought you were maybe going to say uh, 110, maybe maybe even 100, somewhere in that range, just because it's got that extra boldness to it that typically you find with a higher proof whiskey. Well, you're going to, I won't give away anything, but Umberto is working on releasing our single barrel version, which will meet a lot of those expectations that you're talking about. And then we have the barrel version too. You know, we have a thousand barrels of puncher's chance of which they're selling out like crazy. I think we sold over half of them and the bottles that are bottled out of that are 116 proof. Wow. Right now we have one, two, three different styles of puncher's chance out with the fourth and others coming. Um, and I'm going to hand it to my brain partner, Umberto. He knows he knows what he needs to do, and he's working on the future things to keep our pipeline, our bourbon pipeline, exciting for all of our customers. Well, John, what do you think about that uh, finished whiskey, that distance? Again, you and I chatted a little bit before we uh, we went on here that neither one of us jump up and down as a rule about a finished whiskey, but we're finding ourselves more likely lately to like them. Uh, because people are learning, I think, to leave them in the barrel just long enough before and, and, and grab them out of that barrel before they uh, they go south on you. This one is uh, delightful. Uh, it is delightful. This one is deserving of a Luxardo cherry, in my opinion. It's a, it's a good one. <laughs> well, and you know, anyone listening, you know I'm not a fan of finished whiskey for the most part. But you heard Umberto say something very important. Four months. A lot of products that we initially saw that we got to, to taste and to talk to people about, they were getting 12, 18 months in a wine barrel or a, an Armagnac barrel. And it was just too much. 
we were losing that good whiskey base that we want as whiskey drinkers. Four months, I don't think you lose that with this product. Uh, it certainly adds quite a bit to it. Uh, I don't know a ton about Cabernet because I'm not a wine drinker, but I see the influence. I see the additional depth and complexity it gives, but this is not an overfinished product. And, and you don't hear me saying that much about products. Here's a thought I have on it. And I've, I've had it forever as, as, as far as uh, marrying a bourbon with a grape. Uh, and it's a challenge. Uh, and and the Cabernet grape uh, is is in here just enough that it literally marries very well with the bourbon, and and you don't get one or the other overpowering you. It's just nice marriage. I think you've done a good job here, gentlemen. Thank you very much for that. Well, Bruce Umberto, I know we you're busy guys. You you gotta make more whiskey for us and get it out there. No, we gotta let you go. But uh, we can't thank you enough for sharing this, telling us about everything you're doing, your your story, your your passion for this is really amazing. And you know, we're excited for you and we, we just wish you the best with, with this whiskey. And I'm excited to see what you're gonna put out next. I'm excited too. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, well, you'll you'll see it pretty soon, and uh, definitely. I mean, we'll we'll you'll hear more from us, and uh, yeah, thank you for having us and and for trying our product. And again, I appreciate your comments. Um, it's a uh, it's a beautiful industry to be in, so it's always good to share these moments with other people who appreciate it. So, well, you guys are going to bring a lot to the industry, and I, I think you already have, and. We'll and with some of the partners you listed a little bit earlier at the beginning, uh, I don't see how you can miss. You got, you got a good lineup. It'll be fun watching you and listening to you and listening to you, Bruce. <laughs> Thanks, John. I appreciate that very much. And thank you, Luke. Really appreciate being on your show. All right, gentlemen. Well, thank you. Best of luck. Well, hopefully we'll chat soon. But until then, cheers. Cheers to you. Hey everyone, thanks again for tuning in to the Capital City Bourbon Show. We have more great episodes planned for you in the future, so come back and join us on the porch. Cheers, y'all.